Hey everyone, it's Naomi and here we are at the Firecracker Department After Show and it's one of my favorite things to do, I say this all the time, but it's one of my favorite things because I get to hang out with my core team members and I get to share their cuteness and their smartness with you all. We talk about one of the past podcasts and today we're talking about Ophira Eisenberg. Oh wait, let me introduce everybody. We've got Emily Churchill in Los Angeles, we've got AJ Edmonds who's in Los Angeles right now and Anne Augustuson in Toronto. Uh, and as I said, today we are talking about Ophira Eisenberg. Uh, I talked to Ophira like a year ago in New York City when I was there visiting and doing some auditions and whatnot. Uh, Anna, you put me in touch with her because you're friends with her, right? From Stand Up Days? Yeah. We started together. She, we were in Vancouver at the same time when I started. And we've got this old actual photograph of her coming out on stage after extroing me. It's just, I adore her. Right. So you'll know her voice from NPR's Ask Me Another, which is such a funny show. And I feel like it's one of those things like she's such a funny human being and she does stand up. She also is um, like one of the main um, storytellers on The Moth. And then she gets to do this Ask Me Another show on NPR, which just highlights all her best qualities, like her comedy and her curiosity and her love of people. And I just think she's the best. She was also on an episode of Girls, which was really, really fun. Anna, what was uh, what was something that resonated from you for you from my discussion with Ophira? You know, it, I found myself uh, because I know we have a history of being baby comics together. Yeah, what she was talking about when you have to sort of take your stand when you're a female going on stage, you have about like a two minute buffer where you have to prove that you belong there. Mm -hmm. That was like, of course, like that's exactly what that feels like. You have to hustle for your worth. Um, whereas guys have the luxury of just walking out and being, um, accepted for being on the stage. We have to hustle a little bit. Yeah. 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 I found when I was, when I was hearing her talk about her early experiences in comedy, that part of your brain that used to work constantly about writing new jokes and thinking about new things. I kind of went back to that hearing her voice, which is weird. And I had to stop the podcast and started taking I wrote like three new jokes while I was writing that out about nothing you were talking about like I wasn't lifting but I was just inspired by thinking about what it was like to pump out jokes all the time I don't know where wow. that came from but I love it I love that I know maybe um, Emily you can speak on this but there's some sort of stance that you have to do that makes you feel like powerful like it's like a warrior stance that they say like if you're feeling like before an audition or before a big meeting if you're feeling like insecure just do that stance for a while and it's inevitably going to teach you how to feel more confident um, oh, yeah. Emily, what resonated for you? Um, the biggest thing that I took away was when um, she was talking about the hustle and being tired. Yes, uh, I can <laughs> test all of that. Um, I think we all can. Um, and then uh, doing something that you love actually gives you the energy. So it's actually a good thing, but it's like getting to that thing and getting home is where the, the tiredness comes from. And it's so true. And so I was like, yeah, it gives me energy to act or do what I do. And um Hold that in my heart, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's so interesting. I'm taking an acting class right now, and it's like 5.30 to 11.30 at night. And you would all be like, whoa. That... But I don't get tired. Like, I'm so sparked by it all. It's, it keeps you alert. Uh, AJ, what do you think? I, to build off what Anna was saying, I, when she was going, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that energy. You know, we don't, I, I mean, as a young, younger performer in the industry, it's important to take a second and remember that there were a lot of people and women that came before that really did allow, had to go through that like 
you know, scream on the other side and know that you're walking into a room that doesn't believe in you and you have to work just that much harder to remind them that you're not just their mom telling yeah. like jokes at home. Right. And so hearing her talk about that, I was like, man, there's a lot of gratitude that, that we all owe to really any stand up. And I don't know how you do it. I oh, think yeah. like, like, on, like it's so beyond, I'm like, I can't, that's too vulnerable. I can't be funny <laughs> on the spot. Um, but it's and true, this, you know. Sorry, this makes me super awkward. I'm like, duh. This oh, really? Just, yeah, just oh, so you guys know. But oh, isn't, all, say that. isn't it all muscles? Like, if we all said, okay, from for the next month, we're all going to do stand-up, like, five days a week. At the end of the month, we would be better. If we said, let's do this after show five days a week, we'd all get more comfortable. It's all things. It's muscles, right? So Sarah Blakely, who owns Spanx, um, for all of her incredible accolades, one of the things that her staff really talk about is how she manages female leadership. Once a year, she makes her entire everybody, it doesn't matter what level of the company you're a part of, you have to do a stand-up routine. And she she buys out, she buys out a club and everyone has to come and you have to do like five minutes or something of stand-up in front of all of your peers. I love that. And you know, it's, it's an incredible tactic to do because she does it too. And it puts kind of everybody on this level playing field of like being grounded and acknowledging what, you know, how vulnerable everybody is. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm really fascinated about how she leads her, her company in, in those ways. Um, but also talking about like this, the warrior stance as vocalists, when you're training, you're not allowed to sway. Oh yeah. You have to stand like two feet on the ground. And so one thing I found a lot of people say to me is that I have, I have very good posture because I was beaten up by a tiny ballet dancer for most of my adolescence, but also because I'm spending half of, half of my existence reminding people that I am grounded and like, don't fuck with me. And I'm like, that's what it's going to be. I'm just going to have two feet on the ground and not like fall into my hip and everyone's going to think that I have it under control. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. What else for you, Anna, what else came up um, in the discussion I had with Ophira? Um, I was, what you were talking, what was the sign that she saw about keep moving? Yes. I wrote that down too. About just, just keep moving forward at at the airport, at the grocery store after I listened to the podcast and I saw a sign, I'm just looking it up and it said, sorry, you can edit this. It's okay. No, you're so Stand back, stand back and push. That was the sign. I was like, "Well, that's different energy." (laughs) I just that keep moving forward is very, very resonated with me. And then um, sometimes that stand back and push feels like we're what we're expected to do. And when she was talking about being authentic and and just not waiting for permission from somebody to do your own act, like you were talking about how you. would You'd wish you had more golf jokes if you were if you saw someone in a polo shirt and just that I I felt that shift as well as soon as I stopped um, trying to push it Ooh. I got better because I just stopped it was instead of fuck it fuck it fuck it I, or no instead of instead of fuck you fuck you fuck you yeah. well, it was like <laughs> fuck it because <laughs> like the great and everybody gets there I wish I would have got there twenty years ago but when you flip that switch of I believe I deserve to be here. I actually can do this because uh, I'm doing it. There's the proof. And like, why do we wait for people to tell us, give us permission? Like it drives me bananas. Yeah. 
I totally understand. Why do we wait for somebody to let us dream and pursue our dreams? It's kind of, Emily, what you're nodding your head, so I'm coming to you. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think, you know, to circle it back to what we started with here, I think it all goes together with being a woman performing um, because I've done stand-up and I have done solo shows and I have the same feeling. Like every time I go out there, I'm like, it's not going to be just periods. I promise. Stick with me. You, you know, like, well, you're going to have fun. Um, but you do. You have to wait until like two minutes before they're like, oh, okay, she's for real. All right. But yeah, we don't have that same uh, thing that uh, males do of like, oh, they're going to be great no matter what they do when they step on stage. But and I, I, I do question for I'm not sure that that's exclusive to performing either. Like, I'll never forget the first time I was like working as an adult, like I was probably yeah. 21 or 22 and I just produced something and I walked into a room filled with the guys that financed it and the director goes, and this is, you know, the, the woman who put the project together and this guy spun around and looked at me and goes, wow, beautiful and smart. And I was like, <gasps> and I know what I let in here with <laughs> and uh, didn't come from behind my eyes. Oh, you know? yeah. Like there's this sort of like, wow, you really proved yourself. I was like, did I have to? Did you just yeah. that? Is that how we approach any woman that walks in the room? It's like, well, okay, we've got a couple bars to pass before you get to hold on to that job, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think she's great. Uh, any final thoughts to wrap up this discussion about Ophira? Yes, training. Oh, I yeah. love her talking about how she's like, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing this. If you haven't done it for two weeks, you still need to like oh, yeah. get up and train and like get into your exercises and don't just assume that because it's in there, it's not going to rust a little Agreed. Agreed. So like, take classes, take things that get you out of your comfort zone, do things to remind you that you're an artist. Yeah. And then let Rufus rest. Yes. Oh, Rufus. <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah. Just rest and charge, recharge. Yeah. Uh, speaking of recharge, what are you guys doing these days to recharge your artists within? How's that segue? Uh, Emily, what's going on with you? Yeah, I just got done uh, voicing um, a podcast where I play three Jewish characters from New Jersey. So it was very nice. It was a lot of fun. And I think it's called, it is called Fair Neck. Um, so I'll have it on my Instagram and that's at mchurchill on and Insta. Emily's also uh, heading up our meditation department and uh, sending us great meditations once a week that I just adore. I adore your voice. I adore your heart. It's so, it's so fantastic. So thank you for those. AJ, what's going on with you? I am launching um, a series of masterclasses through Parker Film School. So launched the director's masterclass last week for anybody that just wants to either learn the sort of microcosms of being on set as a director and how to do that. And then I do the production and producer's masterclass uh, in three weeks. I'll launch it. I love it. And also, AJ, uh, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, a to the J-E. It is. I should have had that memorized. But AJ is also in charge and contributing like content for Firecracker Department. She's also helping with a brand kit and pitch documents. She's really a, a Jacqueline of all trades. Hey, uh, what's going on with you, Anna? So French, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. I uh, continuing with my partner that I've never met, um, Monique in Los Angeles. Aww. It cracks me up every week that we've never actually been in a room together, but we get together every week, do the the Twitter takeover, and try to find. Uh, People that just are great, smart, funny, female, and non-binary uh, writers, because that's what they, they that it's, there's some skill to it's you got to squish yeah. it down into something that makes sense and and gets the laugh out. And it's, I'm fascinated by Twitter, and so we do that on Wednesdays. We just rip off around, and try to signal boost 
women in comedy. I love it. So that's Monique Madrid and Anna who are doing the comedy department within the firecrack department. And I love it. I love how that's building and I can't wait. We're going to really build some cool things in that department. I know. Um, my, my, the movie I'm in called uh, Disney Zombies 2 just got released last yeah. week. So if you need to see me in a pant, pink pantsuit, that's where you're going to go. Again. Uh, not allowed me to dance on the show yet, which is oh. a crying shame because the, the movie itself is full of like these amazing ga like kids that are singers, dancers, actors, comedians. Uh, it's really it's really fun. If you like uh, singing, dancing, go and watch that. Uh, and while you're over watching your computer in some form, go to firecrackerdepartment.com, subscribe to our newsletter to keep in touch with all the things that are going on social media, Firecracker, D-E-P-T. And uh, we sure like having you all join us. Thanks for chatting about Ophira and with these gals. We'll see you next time on The After Show. Bye. Bye.